Happy spring, everybody! I hope you're spending some time outside enjoying the nice weather. Did you know that Earth Day is coming up on April 22nd? In honor of our beautiful Mother Earth, UCSC is hosting a plethora of events this month. In this episode, I'll discuss some of the awesome events coming up. I'll also be discussing environmental clubs and resources available, plus some fun and COVID-conscious sustainable events to take part in. For an episode about Earth Day, I think it's also important I talk about climate justice, as well as what students can do to help our planet and watch our waste intake and carbon footprint. First off, we can't have an episode about Earth Day without talking about the reality of climate change. There's a lot of fear and uncertainty around our warming planet, but it's important that we know the facts so we can respond accordingly. The planet's average surface temperature has risen about 2.2 degrees Fahrenheit since the late 19th century, a change driven largely by increased carbon dioxide emissions into the atmosphere and other human activities. Most of the warming occurred in the past 40 years, with the seven most recent years being the warmest, and the years 2016 and 2020 are tied for the warmest year on record. The ocean absorbs much of this increased heat. The top 100 meters of the ocean have almost warmed a full degree Fahrenheit since 1969. Since the beginning of the Industrial Revolution, the acidity of surface ocean waters has increased by about 30%. This increase is the result of humans emitting more carbon dioxide into the atmosphere and hence being more absorbed into the ocean. The ocean has absorbed between 20 and 30% of total anthropogenic carbon dioxide emissions in recent decades. One show that really explores the impact on the ocean that I really recommend is Our Planet. It's narrated by the iconic David Attenborough, and it really shows the impact of our warming planet on animals, something that's often not spoke about because it's so hard for us to see and track. Let's talk about the future for a moment. What will happen if global warming continues? If trends continue as they are today, here will be some of the effects. First and foremost, as you all know, on average, Earth will become warmer. Some regions may welcome warmer temperatures, but others may not. An increase in temperature will affect the health of the people. It's important to remember that we are just creatures sharing this planet with other animals. We will be impacted just as much. There's already been more heat waves than normal this year, and that will only continue to get more frequent. What causes the increase in temperature is an increase in the number of holes in the ozone layer of the atmosphere. The ozone layer resists the harmful ultraviolet rays from entering the surface of the Earth. These rays are very harmful to our eyes and can cause skin cancer if one is exposed to it for prolonged periods. The increase in temperature will lead to floods across the globe. Ice caps will continue to melt, and it's predicted that the Pacific Ocean will submerge many of the islands in it, as well as cities on the coast. I remember my earth science professor freshman year saying he could never understand why homes on the coast are the most expensive. He always laughed at people who would pay millions of dollars for a house by the water, because they won't last very long due to sea level rise. I guess that just proves that many people are still living in a state of denial about climate change. The ice caps have already started to melt and have increased the level of the water. We lose Arctic ice at a rate of almost 13% per decade, and over the past 30 years, the oldest and thickest iceberg in the Arctic has declined by 95%. If all of them were to melt, then the global sea level would rise approximately 230 feet, flooding every coastal city on the planet. In a discussion about climate change, it's important to draw attention to climate injustice. The consequences of climate events are not felt equally. 
China, the United States, and India are the top three biggest contributors to global warming in the world. Yet the countries most affected by global warming are developing countries in Asia and Africa, some of the lowest emitters of carbon dioxide on the planet. Climate disasters hit lower-income folks the hardest, physically, economically, and socially. Climate disasters do not discriminate. It is the underlying structural inequalities which determine who will be able to cope best and bounce back fastest. The social, physical, and political dimensions of poverty, age, gender, and infrastructure increase individual vulnerability in the face of climate change. There's no doubt in most scientific projections that climate change will affect every country in the world, but its effects will not be felt equally. This is only a sliver of the greater conversation topic of climate change. As students, it's very important that we get educated. So what events are coming up this month under the theme of climate change? Well, there are plenty of great resources to learn more about its impact and our roles in it. First off, on April 22nd through April 23rd, join the new UC Center for Climate Justice, a University of California system-wide initiative to address climate change as a social justice and equity issue. I'll link it in the description. There will be panel discussions and keynote presentations. You won't want to miss it. On Wednesday, April 28th, there is a wonderful and informative series being put on by the Stevenson Garden, shedding light on issues of race, culture, education, and socioeconomic status, as well as our own roles in food and land systems. If you're interested in sustainability, there's a couple of clubs for students that you may want to consider joining. There's the Marine Science Club, if you have a passion for the ocean. There's Sea Slugs, which promotes environmental stewardship through education and coastal cleanups. And there's the Student Environmental Center, which works to give us a sustainable campus. If any of these clubs sound appealing to you, don't be afraid to look them up and reach out to them. In celebration of Earth Day, there will be a movie screening of The Need to Grow, as well as a live Q&A session on April 22nd. This movie is an award-winning documentary, and it will be very informative. I hope you attend some of these events, and there's more on the UC Sustainability Office's official website. So, in honor of Earth Day, what are some changes we as students need to make to be more sustainable? Try not to drive a car to campus, not only because of carbon emissions, but the more parking on campus, the more trees are cut down to make room. Also, when we're back on campus, pay attention to what can and cannot be recycled. At UCSC, if the recycling has been contaminated with something that can't be recycled, it all just goes to the trash. So please, please pay attention and think about each item that you throw away. Also, walk as much as you can. Luckily, our school is very walking-based, but as things are online, be sure to try to walk instead of drive when you have the option. You can also eat more locally produced foods and use reusable bags when you go shopping. I like to go to the farmer's market downtown in Santa Cruz. It's every Wednesday and Saturday, and I try to get as many of my groceries from there instead of big stores like Safeway. Local food uses significantly less amounts of energy and transportation of the food, and it's most likely produced with less resources than the major high-consumption companies. Also, you can be mindful about what you eat. Think about what it is you're eating and how it got to your plate, and how much resources it may have taken. For example, fish and meat use up a lot more energy and water than plant products do. Even if we stopped emitting greenhouse gases today, global warming would continue to happen for at least several more decades, if not centuries. That's because it takes a while for the planet to respond, and because carbon dioxide, the predominant heat-trapping gas, lingers in the atmosphere for hundreds of years. There is a time lag between what we do and when we feel it. 
but it's not too late to limit some of the worst effects of climate change. Responding to climate change will involve a two-tier approach, reducing the flow of greenhouse gases into the atmosphere and learning to live with and adapt to the climate change that has already been set in motion. Thank you for listening to this Earth Day episode of Slugcast. Please take a moment to consider what sustainable changes you can make to your lifestyle. I hope to see you at some of these Earth Day-inspired events coming up. Thank you.